1: plushcare.com weight loss it's showtime folks this is where the big boys play huh who oh, he's ready oh, it's gonna be the biggest battleground in the history of our sport hey!
0: all Ole Classic Nitro Review 2024. What does that hold in store? Shit wrestling from the 90s, as you come to expect. We are a divine constant in your world. I who be we? Ivy Fake Jordy, radio presenter without portfolio, Tom Campbell. And joining me to talk through every episode of Monday Nitro, week by week. Spelt both ways, week by week. It is the resident WCW Nitro kid, Sam Driver. Oh, I'm having a great one. We're having a great time. We're back. New yeah. Year. New me. <laughs> this is all the single moms on Facebook. We are, <laughs> we are ready to go. i tell you what was nice. I'll give you a nice little nice little tidbit from the first week into the new year, which has been very full on. Mm-hmm. Lovely to see you at North Wrestling yeah. on Friday. Uh, well,
1: we, we're working on something at the minute. I don't know if it's been announced. Or, no, announced no, a before. little so top we're, secret we're, we're, project. We're working on something. But uh, part of that was being at North. And uh, helping set up commentary, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. you did a lovely been, job because you made Vader,
0: Scott and I sound
1: fantastic. I, it, it, I did not know how to use that mixer. It was just—it was pure luck that anything <laughs> came through it. And it was like, all right, next time I just change these settings a bit, will be all right. But you're
0: now in, in indelible part of North history. As we managed to put on match of the, well, I say I say we, like I was involved in either what Leon Slater and Speedball Mike Bailey did. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ, <laughs> match of the year, like th- a week into 2024. Yeah. yeah, small matter of that. If you haven't watched it, it's on North Wrestling's YouTube. And the reason that you can hear myself and Vader Scott on it is because I'm driving. Got the commentary desk going. They would have so heard that. you anyway. I mean, <laughs> admittedly, Alex, my good lady, who was in the crowd, said we
1: could hear you. <laughs> There was a whole point where you, when you do a ring announcement, you'd forget to turn the microphone off. So I'm stirred in the first three rows, could just hear commentary. Excellent. Like really faintly, but they could hear it. Ah, So I was just like, Tom, turn the mic off. And try to get your attention. like, Mike, turn the mic off. I thought you were just waving at me. (laughs) That's quite nice to everybody. Oh, yeah. It was like a a secret little tidbit. Secret Secret little little, little people, Some people
0: can hear comms over the top. It was nice. But it was a a lovely show. Mm. Mike Bailey and Vader Scott were lovely house guests Mm -hmm. as well. They stayed with myself, Alex, and Pablo. Nice. And they were lovely. Honestly, really lovely. We went to Wagamama's. No. And nice, oh, bit yeah, of, nice, nice bit of nice bit, bit of dins, yeah. and then we stayed up late and ate shawarma and put the world to rights. It was lovely. Yeah, really nice people. Yeah. Good eggs. They welcome back anytime. Uh, so but we can't talk about that because that's twenty twenty four. No, we're supposed over. to talk about the nineties.
1: We are indeed the simpler time of simpler, happier. Simpler time, more than anything. If you yeah.
0: if you if you wanted to uh, if you wanted to get the internet, if you wanted to watch a match on the internet, you'd need at least four AOL CDs in this particular. And time. it'd
1: be at le- it'd be such shit quality. It'd be amazing. <laughs> it'd ah, oh. no phone going off every two minutes in your pocket. No like internet to just eat your brain. <laughs> uh, oh man, October
0: the fourth. What f- happened? Oh, mate. he'll I started weird. the
1: year with the dead internet theory and I believe it's real now. Oh, really? Yeah. Which is the, the idea that, that most of the internet has now bought activity. Oh, I mean. So if you would see a post where it's like, oh my God, this is crazy, guys. Listen to this. And then there's no sound on it, but it's got like 50,000 shares and <laughs> 50,000 likes and all of this shit. And it's like, yeah. And it's on everybody's feed. But when you click on it, there's no sound. That would make me feel like I was in, in, a, in a weird game. That's where we are. I think that's where we are now. I think there's more bots than people. Oh, that's so when somebody's commenting something negative, you can just go, you're not real. That's crazy. None bro. of this is real. And <laughs> then you can choose to do it in real life and be like, that camera is not real. where it goes. It does feel like a good comeback on Twitter <laughs> these days when people just go, Twitter's
0: not real. Oh, that's true I so just—I don't even come back you just you just go <laughs> fucking loser <laughs> and don't, don't engage that's the way to do it just don't look but we'll go back yeah. to a simpler time where it was more people than oh, bots look, all the, oh look by all means look but just don't engage Yeah, that's
1: what they want they want engagement fuck but you them. say
0: that but then I engage and then they don't reply yeah
1: because
0: that's you're something.
1: engaging nicely if you engage with like I'll burn your house down or here's your full address you ah. fucking loser and dox them <laughs> Um, it tends to get a bit more of a fiery response. I might try that. You probably don't dox people. <laughs> Too late. That's all I'm doing now. If
0: you say something wrong to me, I'm going to print your address. Uh, October the fourteenth, nineteen ninety-six. We're doxing the year of this episode of Monday Nitro, in which number one uh, this particular week in the real world, number one movie in America was *The Ghost in the Darkness*, a historical adventure film by st- directed by Stephen Hopkins, starring Val Kilmer and Michael Douglas.
1: Not a fucking clue. <laughs> no
0: idea. <laughs> It's a fictional account of the Savo man a pair of male lions that terrorized workers in and around Savo, Kenya, during the building of the Uganda-Mobasa Railway in East Africa in 1898. Received mixed reviews and grossed $75 million. And we don't even remember <laughs> what it was. Received mixed reviews, grossed $75 million. <laughs> and a budget of 55, so it broke. At least yeah. it made a bit of cash. Uh, it got an award for Best Sound Editing at the Academy Awards. Good. So well into to Bruce Stambler for well, doing well that. Well done,
1: Bruce. Brucey boy.
0: Right. The number, Brucey one, baby. the number one movie in the UK is The Nutty Professor. There we Still go. Still in terra oh. firma.
1: I was about to say in January, but no, it's October. October. <laughs> like, are you fucking for real?
0: Well, yeah, yeah. So this is where like the, the time dilation yeah. is an issue because we're talking January. We're here in October. Bloody, we did the classic Raw review. You'll hear it on Monday. We're talking about Jingle All The Way for 20 minutes. in fucking January. <laughs> Jesus. Number one song in America in the UK is The Chemical Brothers and Setting Sun.
1: Nice. Chemical Brothers are about to become just fucking monumentally huge. I can't wait. This is the beginning of something special. Uh,
0: This song features vocals from Noel Gallagher. Yeah. Co-wrote with Tom Rollins and Ed Simons.
1: Wait, which one's this? Uh, Setting Sun. Uh, Setting Sun? Mm. I know um, uh, Let Forever Be. With Noel Gallagher on it.
0: I don't think I've heard so. Apparently Noel's on setting Sun yeah. as well. Uh, sold 99,000 copies during its first week. Debuted number one in the UK in the singles chart. Uh, it did all right in Finland. And it reached the top 10 in Ireland and Sweden as well. Rolling Stone uh, included it on their
1: list of the 200 greatest dance songs of all time. Rolling Stone can't get a guitarist list right. I don't trust them. he <laughs> would <laughs> be like, top 100 guitarists of all time. And Machine Gun Kelly will be at like 25. And it's like... Breakfast. You've got no jazz musicians. You've got no fucking, like, virtuoso players other than Steve Vai and Joe Satriani. <laughs> you fucking, I see yous. You've Googled some other fucking lists and whapped them together. Just put some respect on fucking gonna, Robert Fripp. He's going to have you. He's going to frit your Robert. If you don't sort that list out, he is as well. No, right? no, I just don't buy them anymore. I just don't buy Rolling Stone. No, no. You, as in you don't, I mean, it's but, hard to get as in in you don't trust anyway, them but. or you physically don't buy the magazine. Oh both. but yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I'm in a Walmart, if I haven't been a Walmart, i'll I'll pick up like a p for old times sake. I won't pick mm. up. Rolling Stone.
0: I was going to ask Good. you what magazines you'd kn- do you still buy, like, magazines when you go to America? there's certain magazines you get in America that
1: you don't get over here that I always buy. So I, I tend to pick up... Uh, I'll always pick up something mental, like bow hunting, just to sit and read on the plane. <laughs> uh, just, just a, you know, like a slice of life that we don't have, like, you know, guns and ammo. Just be like, wow, you can just buy this. That's I like do like German doing tank. that. Um, so I'll get that. I tend to buy uh, anything, like, music-based or so like AP, if I can get a hold of it. Or... Um, Oh, what was the other one? Sports Illustrated, I enjoy as well because mm. we you can get it here, but it costs a fucking arm oh, and because like, you got to import it, imported, I think. Uh, and yeah, it's all online and stuff, but sometimes like Sports Illustrated, like start the football season and stuff, it's always like good to grab. I always get mad magazine when I'm in America. Mad's good. I always yeah. get mad because I, I just feel like, oh, look at this political comedy. <laughs> look how highbrow I am. At the minute in the UK, I'm still getting started. I get footy in times. Uh, I'll pick up any weird magazine. If you've got to slap an alien on the front of it, I'll, I'll buy it. That's how you get sounds. how you sounds <laughs> I, I used to have a subscription to Metal Hammer, uh, but I kind of fell off a bit with that. And then... Um... What else do I... Our byline Times, I pick up now. Oh, yes, you told like, me about byline. Hey, do you want some independent news? Yeah, they, they fucking go. <laughs> and then you'll find the stories that they break, like, eight weeks later in normal press with a load of it scrubbed going, we didn't do anything wrong. Oh, <laughs> so they just go, wait, it's out there now. What can we, what do you want us yeah. to do about it? Oh, <laughs> sneaky byline. It broke, like, all the Dan Wooten stuff, like, way, way before it all kind of came out. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember actually I remember seeing the byline things getting I think shared this month's copy is about like the Met police last month's was about Brexit and like just all of the kind of facts of the matter
0: Ooh, see, I feel like I, I'm, I might have to jump on byline just just to be ahead oh, of the and, curve and Viz gotta fucking buy Viz <laughs> <laughs> can't not buy Viz
1: come on byline
0: so I know all the news is coming out now and viz, like it's, it's probably yeah, north, yeah. probably northeast. So I just want to catch up with fat slags. Yeah, <laughs> see what the fat slags are doing in this, in in this, uh, in this woke era. Eleventh uh, of October in this particular year, after nearly fourteen years, Channel Four gets a new look, replacing the original coloured blocks with circular idents. Do you remember these? Like the circles appeared after. So Channel Four in the UK oh, had these iconic coloured mm-hmm. blocks mm-hmm. that flew into the screen and went ba ba. Ba-bum! and you knew you were watching channel four and then they went oh there's some circles look at your pieces
1: of shit you've ruined my life Well, they're... you've ruined everything no, you stupid bitch I, I will allow channel four the indignity of the circles Aww. uh you know being the anti-mainstream they were at the time still kinder even though they were mainstream as fuck yes yeah, uh, but this is back when there were only four channels or oh, were well, there five by this point
0: I think we just about, I think some places got Channel 5 now.
1: On digital was a twinkle in its dad's <laughs> eye,
0: but it was about to be
1: blotted all over the
0: country. Channel 5 you could get if you had your VHS, you had to get your VHS player physically retuned. You had to get someone, a man to come around yeah. and, and and sort your telly and I your think VHS he's got player done. out. Oh, it's the same guy.
1: No, I think he's got done. It's, <laughs> you you get, get, you is get, that what it was? You get Channel 5 by having oh. just the right bandwidth. He or gave the us right, some magic like, beans, like beans <laughs> as well. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it was to record it. I don't know, like for an auto recorder or something, but it was like, uh, with us, because we were like halfway up a valley, I uh, couldn't really get it. You'd get it like all snowy. And then second, we were at the top of a valley, you'd perfect, crystal clear. Oh, So it was just about signal and they weren't on certain bands and frequencies. So they'd be on this mast, but not that mast. And then eventually they'd be on both masts. And then eventually the masts wouldn't really matter. Uh, so, but...
0: Did a weird man called Graham come around your house and I think fit your Channel 5? Was
1: anything missing from your house after he left? I mean, my mum's jewellery, but we think that was probably <laughs> my brother. And my long-lost sibling. <laughs> and my mum. They mom. couldn't deal with Channel 5. They left a note and they just <laughs> never returned. <laughs> Classic at
0: Cultaholic.com. Have I been robbed? Um... In the wrestling world, yeah. uh, all accounts throughout wrestling, according to Dave Meltzer and the Wrestling Observer, is that Randy Savage's WCW contract is up in mid-November. If he wins the title at Halloween Havoc, all those accounts were a ruse planted by WCW. If not, they're correct. So I love that. Like, well, we, we, there's lots of conversations now about mm. how the how the uh, the reporters and the dirty sheets are being diddled and messed with, and and, and being and what diddled, is in like messed with
1: the, the reporters.
0: No, there are people who've not reported by the big companies. They're being told packs oh, of lies. Oh, right. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, what? Your eyes I lit up like Christmas, Christmas trees I was like, <laughs> No, as, as in yeah. like, okay, maybe bad choice of words, but what I mean is, Your Honour, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, by led, story line. led astray yeah. by diddlers. No, <laughs> led astray by the, by the companies who go like, no, that's not happening. Mm. All our sources say that CM Punk's not coming back. Lol, just kidding, here he is.
1: But boss, what happens when one day the internet becomes so big and then there's just everywhere there's just dirt sheets everywhere and they're all just repeating the same things and the stories are getting out faster than ever before don't worry timmy that'll never happen the wrestling industry is indestructible (laughs) and impenetrable the boys would never go running to an online outlet and tell everybody everything (laughs) besides it'll all be bought soon anyway exactly so like are we even like we sat on reddit you know on your 17th long sigh of the the hour and you're just trying to reply to that one fucking mark who just won't leave you alone. Mm. Uh, it's probably just a robot. It is probably just a yeah, robot. You're a probably just a robot. I might be a robot. I got into solipsism as well, which is the idea I'm just a brain in a jar and all of this is fake. Oh, so is just, your brain is creating it's, it all. Yeah, so like touching a table Ooh. is just your brain knows that when you touch that, it, it's supposed to feel that way. So none of this is real. I'm just a jar. Wow. Yeah. Where is your jar? Do you know? No. Oh, man. Probably just in some puddle somewhere. We might be in jars across the country. For we might another. be. This might be like a big solipsistic Zoom call. Yeah, well, there might just be a big, like, box outside of time and space with just trillions of brains. Gosh. And then, like, when you when, I guess when you pass on, they just kind of plug you into a different box. So and then you just wake up again, and it's just like, all right. It certainly makes <laughs>
0: talking about the NWO feel somewhat in, yeah. somewhat
1: insignificant, doesn't it? But if we line them all
0: <laughs> up, <laughs> and we spray NWO all over all of those jars... <laughs> that's how hulk hogan is born (laughs) the thing is should savage go a a, a lot of money could go with him because slim jim are spending a fuck ton of money with wcw quarter of a million dollars they have spent on halloween havoc alone Mm. Because the show is called Slim Jim's Halloween Havoc. Slim Jim's logo's all over the place. Big Slim Look, Jim sweepstakes sponsorship they going don't, into it.
1: They don't need to worry about anything. They've already got Renegade. And as WWF proved before, you can shill Slim Jim's just as easily with exactly the exact same amount of people definitely 100% going to buy it. By just giving it to Warrior... <laughs> and having warrior pretend to be macho man and, and not actually sell anywhere near as much i thought uh, you were gonna say it don't worry about it. not forget savage <laughs> and slim jim renegade and pepper army <laughs> no renegade's there for the cleanup he's the
0: renegade <laughs> yeah, he's the, of course he is he's the renegade but
1: yeah that's what wwf was when you <laughs> forgot you, you, about renegade you <laughs> You had Warrior and Savage selling them at the same point, I think, in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. And then by the time Hogan leaves, I think, when you've got Warrior, Warrior's kind of doing a bit of Slim Jims, yeah. Yeah, he kind of leans into it a little it's bit. It's just no one as catchy or as like, snap it. Away.
0: No one's done it quite like Savage. Not even LA Knight. No. He gave it a good shot, but he's not the guy. He should be sued. Mm. Now, do you reckon well, the, the estate of by the estate, Popo estate, by the estate of Slim Jim and James and James how Slime, <laughs> the, the head of Slim Jim, James Slimer, <laughs> as he's better Isn't known, that just Slime Jim, <laughs> Slime. That's how it's pronounced. <laughs> slime John, Slime James, or Slime John, Slime Jim, Slime Jim, Slime Jim. Uh, there's also been a lot of segments taped with Liz to lead to Randy Savage and Liz getting back together should Savage stay. Oh, how do we see one of those segments tonight? Let's let's yeah. put that put a pin in that bad boy. Put a boy. pin in that one for oh. sure. Now apparently uh, Bischoff did another chat on Prodigy which was the old chat room it was in like back what, in the what, day like,
1: like, like voodoo people and <laughs> fat of the land and <laughs>
0: That was about this era, right? Just chatting to yeah. uh, chatting to the guys who brought smack by Beach Yeah. What a music video, man. Uh, now, now, Jerry Lawler made some pointed comments about WCW this week. Calling, we're not
1: talking about the prodigy, are we?
0: We are we can sadly we're talking about prodigy as in the internet chat room rather than the band. It's not MSN Messenger. It's doodleum. It's sadly not. <laughs> can you remember one of your
1: MSN Messenger screen names? Uh they were all mainly lyrics. It was yeah. we were like a group of people that just had lyrics as our fucking screen names. <laughs> but
0: I, I strongly remember at one point, mine was was "If You Smell What TJ Tonto <laughs> Is Cooking," and I, oh my god, my, I I feel like I'm I can't tell you how my body are. has curled up in on itself as I've
1: said that out loud. You prolapsed through into a new person. Whoa! Christ, I was a
0: <laughs> shit. Uh, that's fine. 40 in a few weeks. It's further away than I would like it to be. Um saying that a lot lately. Now, um, so Bischoff did a prodigy chat and he was very upset with Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler has been on Memphis TV, uh, basically slagging off WCW, calling them rip-off artists because they're do- they've got Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, a.k.a. Razor, Ramon, and Diesel, and they're pretending to be WWF. Jerry Lawler's about three weeks behind the conversation.
1: No, but he's going he's to go to bat for the company, isn't he? Do you know
0: what he does. Mm, yeah. EO Jerry Lawler also said that WWF has done a better job at post-producing TV than WCW. They have more resources and more manpower.
1: And a bigger legal uh, department and everything.
0: Yeah, that's it. And Bish and Bischoff has just called him uh, he called it. he said it's a pathetic situation with Jerry Lawler going on Memphis and slagging off WCW. <laughs> and he says that they blow WWF away when it comes to live television. So he was very angry I at get that it's Memphis,
1: and I get that it's an important part of the, the WCW kind of backstory, oh, yeah. the NWA and all that, but ultimately it's the USWA. Who gives a shit at this point? It's there. It's. I know that it's got, you know, it, it's still important. I'm not taking anything away from the fact that, you know, Memphis is one of the biggest wrestling territories in terms of importance out there. Um, it, it's, you know, the history is rich, it's complex, some of the greatest moments, of that territory are still burned into the minds of, of people that are still around. Um and undeniably Jerry Lawler was a massive star. But by this point, who gives a shit? Yeah. It's two company it's like a two company race, isn't it? It really is. I, I mean mem- ECW's there as well, but unless if you're in the, the like in Europe, you barely hear about them. Mm. Barely see anything about them unless you pick up magazines.
0: And you know, and Eric Bischoff here just ripping on another promoter in a very public forum again.
1: How the world turns, but doesn't change. Look, all I'm saying is that uh, had that happened, and it was um, WCW going after USWA, right? <laughs> Everybody would have been like, "Oh, whoa, okay." Mm. If it was Jerry Lawler, you know. Going after Tony, not Tony Khan, Eric Bischoff, <laughs> a in, a, Eric Bischoff in, in a chat room. Uh, I think that everybody'd be like, yeah, go on, get him, Jerry. Uh, but because it's me, to- uh, Eric Bischoff, I, I I get shit for some reason. <laughs> he's a funny man when he's uh, on one on Twitter. Just take his phone away from him. <laughs> Could you imagine Vince tweeting that much? No. Usually it was "Happy Birthday, Shane." <laughs> happy th- and then "Happy Birthday to the greatest son-in-law of all time." And yeah, you could you could fucking tell You're it was right. it was all like it was all pre-scheduled media marketing team bullshit. But like, hmm. at least it was clear because it would be like Vince saying, uh, "Of course, on this awareness uh, uh, for for this month, I'm celebrating by doing this with a picture of Vince just not doing the thing that it said." Or like it, it'd be so very corporate and very bland and very beige. But Tony's is just like yeah, and it's a lot of fun to follow. But then sometimes it is just a bit like, what are you doing? Stop it! What Tony. are you doing?
0: What are you doing? The the one time I remember a Vincent <laughs> Man tweet that that caught me off guard, and not even it's not even a bad tweet. Yeah. it was it was NXT UK Takeover Blackpool. Yeah, and I think it was Pete Dunn versus Joe Coffey. Yeah, maybe. And, the crowd, and it was a great match really good match and the crowd in Blackpool were chanting mm. are you watching are you watching are you watching Vince McMahon are you watching Vince McMahon and there was a tweet that popped up from Vince a scream grab from the match he went yes I was watching and it was awesome Vince. I was like ah oh, that's nice Vince's
1: assistant was watching Vince, Vince didn't, yeah Vince's Vince,
0: assistant was watching Vince the match Vince didn't same person that did my Channel 5 Vince VH shook, <laughs> Vince
1: shook Vince shook McFoley's hand when he walked into the company and said I've been a huge fan of yours for a very long time, hadn't seen apparently a single fucking match. I can buy that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can believe. Met that. Paul
1: Heyman's parents for the first time. I think the same time he met Paul Heyman, one of the first times, uh, turns up at the house in a limo, shakes his parents' hands, tells them that Paul's going to be a mega star. He's one of the brightest stars in wrestling today, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Had never seen anything of Paul's.
0: Ah, oh. <laughs> was, was
1: t- just like telling his parents that he's like a. a fucking But his star. parents were glowing. Oh though. God, yeah. God. When Vince just rocks up at your house. To That's lovely. Around New York, that is nice. Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, so um, Eric Bischoff slash Tony Khan had a chat in project and had a go at Jerry Lawler. Fair point, well made. Nobody really Flash knows according. <laughs> don't hinder Jinder. According to the Observer, nobody really knows how the Time Warner merger will affect WCW. There is talk about having two Clash of the Champions move from TBS to HBO. So however, this on it? Just, just... <laughs> however, the Time Warner side isn't crazy about the idea of pro wrestling on HBO. They're not crazy about Pro Wrestling at all. Well,
1: oh. uh, I, I get the idea of not being crazy about an HBO because this is a point in time when HBO was... I mean, HBO is still a mark of standard, but HBO back in the day mm. was like, you know, it was where your elite level boxing happened. Yes. It true. was like a... It, it had that kind of premium, premium, premium feel to it more so than it does now. And it still has that kind of premium feel to it. Um, but... I, I get not wanting wrestling maybe because wrestling at the time, and it still does today in certain like circles, but at the time wrestling had a very, um, oh, it's awfully common, isn't it? It's yeah. awfully low brow. It's awfully for, it's for the stupid people. It's for people that, you know, I would never watch it. It's for people that like well, monster trucks and stuff. That. And it's like, it still has a bit of that. But I think that back then it was, it was very kind of wrestling. So I, it doesn't surprise me that, it's only, what, a matter of a few years now until it all goes bye-bye. <laughs> there is that.
0: I think we've <laughs> talked about, in terms of that me- that mentality about wrestling, I think we talked about this on the Raw review, maybe yeah. on here as well, about how Raw gets preempted for the Westminster Dog Show yeah. throughout the 90s. The ratings for the Dog Show are dog shit compared to Raw, mm. but the advertisers spend more money. Yes, because it's more highbrow to sponsor a dog show. Because than those people can afford, wrestling.
1: to the advertisers, they feel those people can afford a brand new car. They can afford mm. a brand new TV. They can afford premium brands and premium clothing. And for wrestling fans, they just feel like, well, can we advertise a pizza? <laughs> no. You got a 20 quid pl- PS1 game? Yeah, okay, we'll advertise that. Snickers? Yeah? And it, it's, it, for whatever reason, wrestling gets lumped into that low-income demographic, which Mm -hmm. is why you see WWE now trying as hard as they can to really broaden their demographic as massively as possible, right down to, you know, moving away from metal to more pop music, just trying to make it as general and as big and as global a product as possible, because they can turn around and go, we have every demographic. Give us all of your fucking money. Come on, Amazon. (laughs) Sign us up, baby. I hope it is Amazon.
0: The talk is that Amazon may be the new home of Monday Night Raw this week in the real boring world of wrestling in 2024. Mm. I could see that happening.
1: It'd be nice to be able to just whap a VPN on and watch it the, the next morning before mm. coming into work rather than having to wait months, <laughs> fucking months. Nord VPN.
0: Now they're not sponsoring us yet. Uh, on to Monday Nitro for the 14th of October. 1996 we're in memphis tennessee which explains why eric bischoff was keen to shout down
1: jerry lawler's and explains why there's a guy in the front row with a crown who keeps holding it up as violently as he can throughout he, the evening. he's a big jerry lawler fan that lad at the
0: front we're in the mid-south coliseum mm-hmm. legendary wrestling home some great stories have been told here and we're about to tell some more larry and tony chat about randy savage larry says that liz is turning macho man into an emotional vegetable <laughs> Randy is a vegetable. There's your
1: first headline of the episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, now, now, how can he be a vegetable and a land-to-air missile? And a Slim Jim spokesman. And a
1: Slim Jim spokesman. I think uh, that, that, um, that Lala is speaking out of turn. Yeah. And I think he should, uh, he should be thankful that I've only caught this now. <laughs> if i caught this back in the day... Have, there'd been some severe shit. He'd been snapping his. We'd vegetable. have set off Randy Savage basically <laughs> in the building,
0: <laughs> pointed at Larry, launch Randy Savage into Zabisco. <laughs>
1: <Whoa! laughs> this is the best episode of Nitro. Cuts to Jerry Lawler just enjoying some wings on the street, like somewhere downtown, and just, <laughs> as the skyline just goes up.
0: Woo! Uh, Larry and Tony uh, recap NWO battering Randy Savage whilst holding Liz and making her watch. Very uncomfortable. You are
1: my property, Liz Uh, Lay. You you... are my property, says Hulk Hogan. (laughs) Not Giant Haystack,
0: (laughs) it's definitely Hulk Hogan. NWO placards already being waved high in the crowd. It's, it's gonna be it's, one of them nights.
1: Yeah. Now like um, it was fun when it happened spontaneously and it was like, Whoa, what's this? But when it's every fucking weekend they're coming out just before the match starts, <laughs> that uh,
0: that make it feel more fake. That plus the that plus <laughs> the on. opening match of D-Malenko versus week, Brad Armstrong time. made Sam message me going,
1: Have we watched this episode Genuinely, already? <laughs> I genuinely because they even show a fucking flashback to what I thought was the exact same match that they showed a flashback to last time. It's like no, they're just having a great time whapping these two together in the exact same match every week, and this time Wall Street's got slightly different hair. <laughs> now I had a, I had a,
0: I had a moment. I had a moment when I was, um, when I was watching it because I had. Um, because I, I I woke up early this morning mm-hmm. knowing that we were going to do this. I thought, I'll get up Because get up, I've got a few podcasts to record yeah. today. I'll get up extra early. I'll watch Night Trip, prepare my notes. And I started watching it going, this feels familiar. And then I checked... I'd watch this episode before Christmas. I I was prepped. I was Ah. like, "I'll get in. I'm gonna play Mario Odyssey for 45 minutes." So I did, Uh, and uh, happy. And so then, and then, as I was walking back from grabbing my superfood salad, because Jesus Christ, I'm turning 40 this year, and I need to sort my life out. And I'm getting married. I need to fit into a suit. Uh, And then you message going, have we watched this one before? I went, oh, no, I've made a terrible (laughs) error. Oh, no. And it turned out it's all fine. But the opening match is Dean Malenko and Brad Armstrong. Uh, Dean still has the mask of Rey Mysterio, the rotter. He
1: he very erotically just slides it over that ring post. Just... (laughs) <laughs> and then he kisses it with his full mouth and everything and, and Armstrong's sort of looking at him like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> and Dean starts whispering in its ear <laughs> Sam did watch a different
0: episode of Show to me because whilst that was what you thought when I saw that because I've been playing Mario Odyssey I went oh this is where he takes control of the ring <laughs> Mario Waps his hat
1: on stuff. No, he was just telling the the, the mask what it was going to be placed over next. <laughs> it wasn't going to be a ring post. Oh god!
0: <laughs> a very wide. Uh, Didn't big... say to fill it out. <laughs> it's a it's a useless prophylactic. <laughs> big, NWO chant. <laughs> as Dean and Brad have a very technical encounter, the world isn't ready for technical wrestling yet.
1: We want no, but it to be. They, they, the, the audience kind of hang with it here, yeah, which is quite nice, because usually it's just a, the audience are having like a big nap during any form of technical encounter. But it is true. I think they're so used to seeing Malenko just come down and, uh, I guess, just steamroll people. Yeah. the It's one of those where uh, Powers being able to, to ha- not Powers, uh, Armstrong being able to hang, and go back and forth um, and really sort of not put Malenko to his limit, but always have a response to everything Malenko's bringing, I think makes it more of an exciting encounter. And Bradders does have a response yeah. and he does look good here. Missile
0: dropkick, sunset flick, <clears> sides <throat> to play for near falls. But Dean wins out of nowhere with a quarter Nelson and a lovely tight three count. Mm. I thought it was a really lovely little finish. So much so that the Valvoline replay is indeed the lovely roll up that we get. The Valvoline replay. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Valvoline Replay. <laughs> I believe she read the news in America. Uh, I, lovely little technical mm. match to get us going, or albeit somewhat familiar. Yeah. Because <laughs> Dean and Brad have had a bit of back and forth in the Cruiserweight division. Yeah,
1: we're kind of seeing these feuds just... Extend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Dean and his Don't worry, that's mm-hmm. like two weeks till the pay-per-view mm-hmm.
0: still. So Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. D Deborah and Mongo are flogging <laughs> the WCW Nitro Denim shirts. Quote from Deborah. He my
1: husband's in the A and <laughs> Husband's in the A and You can and he wore denim T shirts. the <laughs> time. <laughs> it's not a t-shirt, Deborah. My husband's got a Super Bowl (laughs) ring when he was in the NFL. (laughs) And then she's just going to chuck him and get with Steve Austin. Really? Yes. (laughs) Deborah, my My husband husband was not in the NFL.
0: My husband was not in the (laughs) NFL. Deborah says, you can never have too much money or too many blue nitro t shirts in your wardrobe. $40 in 1996 money. I think I'll I'll be happy with just the one. She says you can't have too many. I think you can't have too many. It's, can you have too many denim shirts in your wardrobe? No.
1: I don't think you can. No. You've just got to commit to the lifestyle. You've got to, like, double denim all the time. I <laughs> feel like opening the wardrobe just all night. What shall I wear today? You've got full-blown, like, just full-blown denim, 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 denim. <laughs> like, like the You've under- got to have the hair to match as well. You've got to have, like, a mullet mullet really long mullet pull out the wardrobe and it's just all denim shirts and yeah. then all denim jeans all denim shoes all de- <laughs> denim socks denim underwear and just for no reason like a tiger stripe hat <laughs> it's a look at a
0: everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule and of course the cost well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
1: This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive
0: in June gives you
1: Post your free job on linkedin.com/slash people today.
0: The NWO arrive in a pair of limousines. And
1: a- Two whole limos. <laughs> oh, they're big boys.
0: Hogan does not
1: want to ride with Virgil uh, because he Who was. was Shutty. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Could you imagine telling Hogan that? Or you got to get in the limo with Virgil? I'd be like, Virgil? Are you for fucking real? He should what? What titles does he help? But how plus he's gonna? How get... many houses did he sell out? <laughs> he should be sitting on the back of like the the like in like a I don't know like some jackass style cart with the nasty boys <laughs> and anybody else who's just kind of like around the situation. <laughs> Ted maybe gets to kind of hold onto the back of the bonnet a bit, back boots, sorry. Just, just, just packed in. He's sort of in. He's got like one arm through the sunroof, and they keep handing him a drink. Because he at least did something, the (laughs) others.
0: Plus, he would get in the way
1: when Hogan and Nash start fucking. Ted Ted probably paid for the limo and doesn't want to be there for the slamming. So that's why he's (laughs) hanging out the back like this, and he's the one holding on to the cart with the nasty boys and Virgil. Like,
0: oh god, it's like I've bought the limo. I don't want to know what you're doing it.
1: I'll just hang on the back with an It would have been funnier if the second limo was being towed by the first limo, though. I think that
0: would have been it was just a big bit of rope between them. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a toy limo yeah. that follows them. Engines not even turned on. Just limo, a limo being towed, and then Vincent in a little Smoby kids car <laughs> along the side.
1: <laughs> the little tight <tyke> <laughs> one. Painted fairness, black and white. In fairness, if you cleared the pedals out, so you'd have to Flintstones it, but if he was inside, <laughs> if he cleared the pedals out, he could stand up with that on. His head could go through the sunroof and it could be like impenetrable body armor. so it has like its a
0: transformer.
1: Yeah, but then if, his only weakness then is sort of like a turtle, except instead of not being able to get up, if you kick him on his back, he just rolls forever. So you want to get him at the top of the ramp and kick him as hard as you can and then he'll go flying. <laughs>
0: There's two things I liked about all that. The idea of him falling on the back of like a turtle and you using flintstone as a verb. <laughs> you know what I mean? I <laughs> knew exactly what you meant though. And yeah. then Flintstone it. Oh <laughs> Right, little clip of WCW Saturday Mm-mm. night, Jim Duggan Rony Pizza using tape. It's- this was the point that I was convinced. I was, I've fucking seen this episode before. I, I've seen
1: this episode before. And no, we've just seen this match a hundred times. We have.
0: Duggaroni Pizza beats Michael Wall Street on WWE Saturday night, but Nick Patrick reverses it and gives it to Wall Street because he used the evil tape. They're gonna have a big rematch to sort it out
1: now. Here Dug- we go. Dugaroni should stop using the tape. <laughs> he shouldn't. Know. There's a real risk that that tape could fall into the pizza. <laughs> And then we've got a cross-contamination lawsuit. Oh. There's all sorts. Where's the tape been? It's been down his pants all the match. Oh, I never thought it's of that. It's been down my pants all day while I've been cooking that a spicy pizzas. Oh, Christ. That's... And yeah, he's wipes that out to punch a customer who's been unruly. <laughs> and a bit of that ball sweat just goes all over that dough. Oh. Some poor person just doesn't realize. I sub- I sub- I, how do I get an STI from my pizza? That's why Nick Patrick's got got the neck brace on. It's got nothing to do with a neck injury. It's just so inflamed in there. <laughs> He's such a big pizza eater. And he trusted Duggaroni. It's
0: inflamed.
1: And but oozing.
0: Fucking <laughs> 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 Patrick just bubbling away under that. <laughs> that That's why they call break. him
1: foamy Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard anyone call him foamy Patrick. <laughs> I missed that meeting. <laughs> Uh, Wall Street is wearing down Dugaroni, pepperoniing him, him with punches. Can you imagine Dugaroni and Mean Gene working in the same shop? If Mean Gene worked for Dugaroni's <laughs> shop, there'd be just DNA on everything.
0: You know what I love about doing this show with you, Sam, is that right? There's new people coming in all the time. I feel like if you're, you know, have you ever jumped into a Netflix series like season three, episode five? Yeah, that's what this feels it is, like. Yeah. <laughs> of people who come in like, <laughs> you, you, you've got to go back and
1: discover the law it's just deep end it'll it, come out eventually yeah. just just keep just keep listening and we'll get around to it we, we might explain it again we might not and then we forget about shit all the time somebody tweeted me the other day about something I'd gone off on a rant about about dragon. I think it was about starting the promotion where it's at sea Mo- was promotion it's, at it C. started off as a ring in a pool <laughs> and then it turned into no let's just put it in like a bay and then I fucking just drop a ring in the middle of the water and then a helicopter comes by every couple of weeks, and it was let's just tow it around the world, so it's a constant world tour. And then
0: you made and you made it even more aggressive. they are not allowed to had, leave. Yeah, you had like you had armed people with guns pointed. Oh yeah, there's like if towers. They, if they
1: try, to- eventually it ends up with sort of barges surrounding it and and ma- like water mines. <laughs> you know the ones, the big spiky ones. That if you touch them, they go. <laughs> I got to home with my family. Yeah. Well, don't lose the rumble match. <laughs> don't lose this match by the way you're losing it by the way wh- what's the time limit on this time limit <laughs> and then you kick him out to sea <laughs> and then you just walk up to it, their kid and you just hand on shoulder and say, I'm sorry Sony dad's dead and then it's like no he's he's, he's out there just no we are let you know ahead of
0: time. I just thought we'd let you know. <laughs> uh, Wall Street is wearing down Duggan. He puts a headlock on for about a lifetime. Yeah. But Duggan breaks free, counters a top rope, nothing. He goes for the tape once more, the wrist tape that turns his punch into a mega punch because wrestling. Wall Street, and however, balls. strikes him. Mm. Starts wrapping his own hand with tape. Do the Street. same tape? The same tape, same cross-contaminated tape. And now
1: Wall Street's going to have an inflamed and oozing hand. <laughs> this is how Jim's going to win the title.
0: He doesn't get a chance to use it though. He gets all the germs on it, but Dugger lands a three-point stance, close line anyway, and gets the decisive three over Michael Wall Street. MK Wall Street. Rotunda. VK Wall Street. Rotunda. Just the IRS. Rotunda. It's IRS.
1: Mr. Taxman.
0: The Taxman. Uh, Jim Duggaroni getting a win here. A bit of a nothing match, but always nice yeah, to see always Duggan, nice on. Duggan win. Nice to see Duggan win. <laughs> he always fucking wins. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Morris in action next. <laughs> How do you like me now, says Hugh in his lovely new jacket. And then the camera jib goes
1: mental. <laughs> it does go a little You're bit like weird. It collides with the set or something because the camera starts losing its balance. And it goes... <laughs>
0: As Jim Powers is heading I to the just ring, seen, like the camera doing this. As as Hugh Morris's opponent, Jim Powers heads to the ring. It's like the camera tries to look
1: anywhere except at Jim Powers. Well, the NWOs told us that he's a gassed-up nobody. So why should why should the camera care? Why should they? He's absolutely. It's, it's a good point. The camera
0: doesn't. Or the camera fancies him. So he's like too, shy. too oh, shy. Oh, Jim, too shy to look at you. Oh, too shy. <laughs> um. Tony Schiavone on commentary thanks Jerry Lawler for putting people in seats tonight. They'll see him at the flea market. (laughs) So that's a nice little nod to Jerry Lawler slagging off Memphis. Yeah. That's nice. Tony Schiavone went, hmm, he slagged off our product and it did really well. I'll remember that lesson and I will never repeat it ever again. See you in a few years, Tony. Ooh. Yeah. Jim Powers overpowers Morris until Hugh lands a lovely lariat. Tony informs us that Ric Flair is back home recovering from the attack last week and awaiting MRI results. We're not going to see Flair for a bit. No, he's, he's out injured, isn't he? Yeah, so we'll miss him. We'll miss him greatly. Or will we? We'll find out next week. We'll have an announcement tonight about who will replace Flair in his match against the Giants at Halloween Havoc. As the giant is having a one-on-one with someone at Havoc and it's not Flair. Powers, power's up, but it's clear that Nick Patrick is counting slowly No, for power.
1: It's quite clear that Teddy Long won't shut the fuck up about Patrick's count the man's injured. It
0: was a He's got a
1: gratuitously inflamed internal neck.
0: <laughs> From all that Duggaroni From all pizza. More that Duggaroni
1: pizza and I don't extra know if cream. I would
0: I don't know how much I like pizza to risk an inflamed neck.
1: Well he wasn't you know it's not like somebody told him you can eat that but it's going to give you all of the neck next eyes. So like, <laughs> the ice. He Teddy's getting up there and getting all fucking like, you're counting too slowly there, mate. Count faster, count faster, count faster. Become a fucking referee self, Teddy. <laughs> eh? How about you do that? How about, How about you do that, Teddy? <laughs> and then you can count all of the pins, eh? eh? Teddy? Eh? You won't though. I bet, it. I bet you won't. As Teddy does take umbrage. <laughs>
0: It leads to Morris landing a backdrop and a moonsault for an easy three count onto Jim Powers. And then Teddy gets into a screaming match with Patrick afterwards. He has so, a cry.
1: Oh, I want this match running again right now. And and Powers is like, I have I have an oozing esophagus. <laughs> why, is, why is he oozing? Listen to it. It's making noises. <laughs> Listen. And Teddy's like listening <laughs> going, no, it's not.
0: Why is why has Jim Powers got the Uzi S
1: next TIs? That's, that's Duggan's fault. <laughs> but Duggan's been <laughs> nowhere near him. Well, didn't know. He said Jim Duggaroni pizza, DNA, pizza <laughs> inside of uh, <laughs> Powers' neck it gives him an XTI. So, because Duggan was in the ring? No. Okay. Patrick was eating, clearly, some of the Duggaroni pizza (laughs) on one of the days where he went to punch a customer, put the tape on his hand, Okay. and therefore all of the the DNA has gone into the dough. Because he threatens the guy and then gets back to making Nick Patrick's pizza with the (laughs) tape on his hand.
0: Ah, it all becomes clear. So that's that's, that's why Jim... Jim Powers has an oozing neck. No, no, no uh, Jim Powers, unless he goes oh. and eats some of the pizza. I or... thought you said Jim Powers had no, an oozing neck. Oh, no,
1: Patrick. Oh, politics. Yeah, no, that's Powers why I, I was
0: confused. Like, how did Jim Powers get an oozing neck?
1: No, Powers doesn't have an oozing neck. Oh, Nick. thank God. But <laughs> Nick Patch. He's just got a problem with Kevin Nash for some reason. I couldn't imagine why. I don't know why.
0: They seem to get on really well. Uh, in ring, action continues. It's Greg the Hammer Valentine taking on Leg Luger. We got a little recap of last week. Arn beating Luger with a chair quite badly as he was heading back to the rings, back to the backstage area. Luger's got rib tape on, but he's hanging in there against Greg the Hammer Valentine. A tough old opponent is Greg. That is until he tries a suplex and he goes, Oh, my me ribs, me
1: oozing ribs. <laughs> my oozing ribs. No, no. Hammer's just trying to tenderize the meat. Is that, he is <laughs> indeed because as we know a hammer is a is, hammer is, is the name knowledge.
0: of somebody that is that has a that has an interest uh,
1: business wise
0: in ham they're a hammer
1: well it's, it's like a passion it's like a lifelong a, some it, people are painters some people are musicians some people are hammers <laughs> <laughs> sat there with a Rem- hey, look, people, people go and do full blown like PhD courses on wine and wine tasting. Right, he did the same but for slices of pig. did the ham taste, yeah. of course. <laughs> mm, this is definitely... Uh, what's the this name is, of that ham that looks like a bear? Beautiful glaze. This is definitely... It's uh, oh, <laughs> like Bertie the Bear ham <laughs> or some shit. Yeah. This is definitely Bertie the Bear. Definitely well, Bologna. How could you tell? And he just holds it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a good vintage. And know. I, I almost got mistaken with this one here, which is uh, clearly a Thomas and Friends. <laughs> Thomas the Sticking Tank! Sausage of Thomas the Tank engine's terrifying <laughs> face. Just out of meat just going
0: <laughs> at the deli section. <laughs> anyway. Quietly you put your ears you can just hear him saying, kill me. <laughs>
1: kill me. Now before Dougarone puts me on a pizza. Eh? <laughs> My
0: life is pain. <laughs> the haunting face of Thomas the Tank. <laughs> Baloney.
1: If somebody if you ran like a pizza shop and somebody was really insulting to you, I think, and they ordered ham on the pizza, you'd be well within your rights to always have a pack of Bertie Bear ham. Because <laughs> if they were an absolute fucking end, and they ring up and they're just a dick, take all the ham off their order and just whack that on. <laughs> <laughs> you've just, got the Bertie Bear now. Just, yeah, just whack it under the grill and now you've got like torch charred Bernie the Bear ham or whatever. Just go... Uh, uh, when you try and it's it, that's terrifying. <laughs> <It> would be <laughs>
0: funny if you worked in a delicatessen. What if you like cut his mouth
1: open and then put little olive or onion bits in for teeth? And, oh. some and then you made it look like just a dying, dying
0: baby. The bear. I'd have it so you work. Have it so you work in a delicatessen, and if there's a staff member that's leaving, yeah, don't announce that they're leaving to any of the regular customers, and then one day they're gone, and then there's a new ham with
1: the shape of their face. What if that's what they do? What if they turn old deli workers into the bear meat? Oh, I mean, there's nothing that says they don't. Oh, that's true. There was something else that just popped into my head there. What was it? Is it the
0: joke about um, the the butcher who says, Oh, I had to sack my assistant? I caught him with his dick in the bacon slicer. Nope. He says, oh, What happened to the bacon slicer? He said, I sacked her as well. How's <laughs> 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 no, it <laughs> I said that one? It oh, right, fair enough.
1: Uh...
0: <laughs> caught him with his dick in the ham slicer. <laughs> Why is not Greg's finisher the ham slicer?
1: He should just bring a deli slicer to the ring and just take his opponent. Just, just take his opponent to the ham slicer. Just put his arm in it. It's he just takes like the heel of their boot and just takes a bit off, so they can't they can't oh. compete properly. And they eats in front of them. Yeah, just just <laughs> grades it.
0: Sadly, all of this is nowhere near as exciting as. Greg Hammer-Valentine versus Lex Luger. Apologize, Hammer and Luger is less exciting than what we're describing. Um, Arn Anderson is watching the match backstage. We're getting Arn versus Leg, Hmm. Uh, (laughs) which is is making Greg Hammer's mouth water uh, at Halloween Havoc. Uh, Ted DiBiase and Vincent appear in the crowd. Tony gets handed a note that says, Hulk Hogan is making an announcement tonight. Uh, Mm. Yeah. Who knows? Hammer's hammering on Luger's back. But he pushes back to the Luger with an atomic drop and a forearm. And somehow, Luger, with injured ribs, gets the hammer up in the rack for the tap out. Big pop as well. Big pop for the... Big, the big rack pop. is over like The rack, rack is, over. is over. Rack's over, baby. Tony Schiavone then talks to Nick Patrick. The fine for Randy Savage has been reduced mm. to 500000 and a five-match ban. I thought it was just $500. I've got 500k here. I thought it
1: was $500. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, either $500 or $500,000 uh, and five match ban at some
1: point. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe well, was... he's going to miss the first five matches of '97, I think they said. Uh, Nick Patrick then calls the board spineless jellyfish
0: and he will get his legal staff on it. We then get a recap of NWO Saturday night. So. On, on, on NWO, so basically NWO Saturday night mm. was taped before they taped for Saturday night. Yeah. Just an empty arena. And it's just NWO with a masked referee beating up some losers. Yeah. Nice little idea for a show. Maybe as a one-off, don't do it again. Uh, it's the, Now, there is some question marks over the referee, a very tall man with a mask mm. on. Looks like Nick
1: Patrick. I think it's Mabel.
0: Mabel's looking,
1: looking very different. Meltzer, he's in a mask, you can't tell. That's true. <laughs> but I, Meltzer said he'd be the third man. He got that mistake and he's the referee. <laughs> and that is still the third but man. But because he's got a mask on, he can't tell. he took it off, you'd immediately be like, oh, it's Mabel. <laughs> His body just... Oh, it's Mabel. It's, the mask does things, right? The mask does things to your, your perception. <laughs> like, so, you, you don't see... Uh, you don't see Mabel at all like because you know, it's a mask. You're like, who the hell's that? Who's that? And the second he whacks it off, it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, of course. Well, that explains why Patrick denied
0: the accusations that he was the referee. Because
1: he's innocent. Cause Cause he's got a very inflamed inner throat. <laughs> My
0: throat <laughs> is oozing <laughs> from the Duggaroni pizza next to the eyes. That I ever... Did all the customers that night get
1: next DIs? Well it depends if, if Duggan cleaned his hands and took the tape off. <laughs> well, I hope he did. Probably. You could poison an entire town if you're not careful. Maybe that's
0: what he wants. <laughs> Maybe he's into that. Just there's a town. Fucker. There's a town in America somewhere with
1: oozing necks. <laughs> Mike Anus walks to the ring. Real quick, do you reckon like if you were on the deli, you could just go mad on your last day and just pick up the like the, birdie, the bear ham and just like, just threaten people with it as you no, leave no. It. like, oh, I've got a fucking ham. <laughs> got a fucking bear ham. <laughs> don't come near me. Just yielding it like, wielding it like a fucking weapon. Or, or have you, you seen? Oh, yeah.
0: I was going to say, you wrap the Bertie bear ham in a paper bag. So it's quite long in a paper bag. You go into the bank. Yeah. And you just go up to the teller and just go, you want to take all your money out of your bank account. And you just say, give me all the money. Yeah. And no context. And they just give me all the money and put it in this bag. Yeah. It just happens to be a bag that you bought from the from the St. Warren's Agricultural Group. Yeah. So it just says swag. So you just put it all in that. So you're yeah, there with your ba- paper bag, the swag,
1: yeah. put all the money in the bag. Well, it's just miscommunication. you me another idea there. I think somebody should steal a Bertie the Bear ham. Yes. I'm condoning this. Uh, just steal a full one, the big meat sausage of it. Yeah. Right, it's gotta be about that long. Get yourself a nice basket, a nice blanket, cut it in a way where it's kinda like about head size, right? Oh, no. And then what you're gonna do is, you're gonna put it in the basket, cover it in blankets, and just have the head facing forward, but cover it with the blanket, so that when somebody lifts it up, they see the ham, <laughs> like it's a head, and you're gonna leave it on the fire station doorstep. Ring the doorbell and run away. <laughs> and be like, oh my God, somebody's left a baby. And then it's, <laughs> that's not a baby. <laughs> It's the most beautiful baby I've ever seen. <laughs>
0: they
1: raise it. They raise that. <laughs> 30 Look years later, there's so a knock at the door. Like montage music playing. <laughs> <waiting. laughs> <Fucking. laughs> this is Bertie the Bear Ham, baby, like a fucking fireman's out <laughs> Pulling the horn and shit. You laugh, yeah. but in 30 years' time, when there's
0: yeah. a knock at the door, stood there in a full suit. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> it's you've the become, ham. Father!
1: You became the man I always wanted you to be. Have a whiskey, <laughs> you, sit down.
0: You became the ham I always wanted you to be.
1: And then at the same time, you've seen the, the other bear-based product at the minute. Oh. So like, you know, when we were kids, we had like uh, candy cigarettes and cool shit. Yes. And BNBNs, where it was like, ba- eat bears. Ba- uh, now they've got these like bears that you eat that are like, the adverts got like a bear in it. And the advert's like, hey, I'm Barney the bear or whatever. Um, and then the adverts are always fucking hilarious because it's like, he's like a... Is chocolate it? cake oh, with chocolate Oh, is like it like a Kinder? Uh, project? No, it's it's like a cake bar thing but with okay. like chocolate running through the middle like a Twinkie, basically. Nice. But it's in the shape of a bear and he's like, oh. yeah. Uh, and he's like wearing a little stripy shirt and stuff. But the adverts were always hilarious because it's like a load of kids playing with this animated bear and they're all like, yeah! And all having fun and everything and partying and, and like playing in a park and playing sports and doing all the shit that you usually see in adverts. And then... At the end of it, it's just like, now eat me! And they all just like bite his head off and eat him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, now It doesn't quite go that hard for uh, him. <laughs> he, it, there's a very gentle transition of like, Barney the bear is the best friend ever for a lunch. <laughs> and there's a customer kid just biting his head off. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, Barney the bear, eat my flesh, consume me. It's
0: terrifying. Yeah. I would not want to eat that bear. No,
1: nah, he's very popular. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, Barney. What? No! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Jesus! He should have been biting his legs off first, and putting him back on the table. Where's, him... the gold, <laughs> Where's the gold, Barney?
0: Where's <laughs> the gold? Tony, it was the
1: hand bearer, it wasn't me? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wrong answer. <laughs> oh my god, this is a roller coaster this week. Mike Anus,
1: yes. <laughs> Mike walks, Anus is uh, out.
0: To the ring he walks. He gets Pyro because he's walking out at the same time as a sort of hour to a Nitro. Only time that Mike Anus will ever get Pyro.
1: I don't know. You know? No, I he think... won't. <laughs> I think Mike Agnes has got a bright future ahead of him with Dick and whoever else. Balls Mahoney. Dick, anus, and balls. Uh, we need somebody who can be the Grundle. <laughs> Who's going to be the Grundle? Uh, has anybody got the surname Grundle in wrestling? Mike Grundle. Mike? Mike. <laughs> Tommy Grundle. Tommy. Could you use uh, Jeeves? Or Gooch. Somebody Gooch. Gooch? Jeeves could just be called Gooch now. Jeeves could be called Gooch. Yeah, just call him Gooch. Jeeves is Gooch. So we got, like... Balls, dick, anus, and gooch. Um, Yeah. Need a female wrestler called Fanny. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Adams. (laughs) Uh,
0: It's Mike today and Bobby Heenan tonight. Bischoff is going to try and speak to Randy Savage, so that's why he's not there. Bischoff does speak to Randy Savage on the ramp.
1: Hey, Randy. uh, How are you doing, pal? Just want to
0: emotionally abuse you for a second. Now this bit, so Mike Anus is fighting Randy Savage. So Mike Anus has made his full entrance. And here's Randy Savage. He is in a great mood.
1: Oh, yeah, here we go. I'm for for to go. He's wearing black and white. So genuinely, a part of me was like, Eric's seen this backstage and he's now going to have a very public. Right, now, see so you wearing black and white there, are you? Huh? huh? Do you want a job, Randy, do you? That $500 fine, yeah, it's going up again. Mm-hmm fucking wearing black and white who do you think you are Hulk Hogan bite your legs off like Barney the Bird he already told you only he gets to wear black and white and his 11 mates not you (laughs) and he gets to bang your wife what's going on it was fine when Flair was doing it
0: it's true she was mine before she was yours Randy Savage uh, tells Bischoff that Hogan is in the building. So let's start Halloween Havoc early. He is excited to be here tonight. Bischoff asks about Liz and tells Randy to watch the screen. Barry uh, Bischoff then gestures to a fucking 90s as fuck fat back telly you, that has you, been wheeled in like at school yeah. onto the ramp You're of You're about to have road. a good
1: fucking morning watching some Brom, some come outside and <laughs> some random BBC educational crap.
0: No, we're not, because we are watching a soft focused party political broadcast from the Elizabeth is Sorry Party. Um, Liz, we get footage here of Liz, and it is shot in like soft-focus like a country music video. Oh,
1: they've slapped a nice amount of Vaseline on that lens, mm. yeah.
0: She's sat on a swing, mm-hmm. and she's saying to the camera that sorry will never be enough. She wishes that Randy Savage I, could I'm forgive I'm here back
1: her. at the house that we shared, build all our memories together in, ran, ran, po ban ban
0: she's the one who has to live with all the choices that she has made she says I'm lost and I need you Randy and you're not lost you're at the house you, you <laughs> had all the memories <laughs> you together. literally know where you are you literally know where you are uh, but I think by this point it cuts away <laughs> and she's just like stood by a by like a lake yeah <laughs> and it's it just <clears throat> looks like a party political broadcast <laughs> it's the only way I can describe it. It doesn't feel natural. It feels like it just. This it... message was paid for by Liz for President. <laughs> Liz is acting her head off. Randy looks like he is about to cry watching this video from Liz.
1: And he just straight up says, "You keep your nose out, you grubby cunt, Eric, <laughs> and my wife on a swing. You absolute nonce." Um, no, he doesn't. It would be funny if he did. <laughs> I
0: was about to say. I
1: think I missed that bit. <laughs>
0: Randy, who a second ago had all the energy in the world, has had it all sucked out of him by like a Henry Hoover of emotion. Mm. Uh, he wanders off backstage in a bit of a daze. He then returns... Walks a bit down the ramp. Stinks again, kind of does that. Turns around. And then walks back again. And I'll just put here, well done, Eric Bischoff. You have ruined Nitro. Again! (laughs) Again! Yeah, well done. You got the
1: crowd hyped, except this time they actually got to see the entrance and you know that will have been the defense. This time they got to see him come out. They didn't get to see him fucking wrestle, did they? (laughs) Mike Anus wins
0: by default.
1: (laughs) Mike Anus holding a victory over Savage. Even by default. I'd have that. I'd have that fucking hung in the Louvre, I would. <laughs> 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 just a, a picture of the victory, just him alone in the ring, going, yeah, stole his his jacket. Mike Haynes, by count out, defeats Randy Savage. Uh,
0: Randy Savage hops into a waiting limo and he leaves.
1: A white limo, so it's not the same mm. as the NWO one just to differentiate yeah, he's it. a, It's a
0: baby-faced limo. Yeah, uh, yeah so, uh, so Randy Savage is very much torn at the thought of Having Liz back, Liz really wants him back. Savage doesn't quite know what to do with himself since Liz has spent all his money.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, you'd say, all right, Liz, uh, well, you know, you spent $40 million. You get that back, maybe we'll talk. Uh, Eric, come here and snap him in half like a Slim Jim. For the crowd that likes old school wrestling, they'd love to see some intestines. They'd love some intestines. They'd love a bit of spinal column. <laughs> a bit of spinal Go home fluid. with just a little fragment of it. <laughs> You never stop talking about it. You tell your grandkids, "I was there <laughs> yeah. when Eric Bischoff got snapped in half, and the, before they sellotaped them back together." But you know, like I got some his spinal fluid <laughs> on my shirt—that it's still oozing. And then I went to Jim Duggaroni Pizza, and I got some other fluid, and that's why I'm <laughs> confined to this bed now forever. Oh
0: my god! <laughs> For thirty years, bed bound. Iron lung. Just like, fuck I it.
1: It was some good pizza there. <laughs>
0: Well, wow! What's in that pizza that's left him in an iron fucking lung? <laughs> Takes one bite, and just bang. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> red light all the way to the and <laughs> He app- <to A&E.
1: laughs> he had a doggeroni pizza. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Get him straight into <laughs> surgery. The red lights is like they, the speed are like, fuck, and like fucking. Then for some reason they have to keep <laughs> waiting at the lights even though they're an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: eating an iron lung from <laughs> eating Duggaroni pizza.
1: Well, we got to start talking about the lawsuits, they're going to come out eventually. <laughs> All 7,000 people that <laughs> ate Duggaroni pizza the day that he had his
0: wanky still, tape on his he's, hands, he still needs
1: it. He's still got the restaurants, though. You know, he's wily, he bounced back. <laughs> people still keep going. I don't get it. An entire group of people are sitting there going, What the fuck, would have turned this off by now. <laughs> If you made it this far, stick with it. Well done. Like It's a proper crapshoot going to Jim Duggaroni Pizza. It is, yeah. Sometimes it's the best pizza you've ever had. Sometimes it's an iron lung for life. (laughs) I mean, it's worth the risk. Yeah. Sometimes it gives you skills, like metal bones and stuff. (laughs)
0: Hang on. Hang on. This is a new bit of the (laughs) law.
1: So the pizza, it can either leave you in an iron lung or turn you into fucking Wolverine. Basically, yeah. But it's sort of like it selects you. I guess it's like, are you good enough? Are it's you worthy? It
0: selects you!
1: Are you worthy By the of the power? Or are you worthy of disease? <laughs> he's, he's rooting out evil and weakness. <laughs> Unless a bad guy eats it and gets the, the metal bones, at which point I <laughs> Some people turn invisible. Some people just get like an extra massive willy. It's, it's just a Jim Duggaroni has some amazing pizzas, but they probably shouldn't be tried. Probably. Oh, okay. Unless you're certain that's the big willy one. This is a new bit of the law. It could a... mean that you're in an iron lung for life. <laughs> this is a great new bit of the law. Also, metal bones can't be that good. You go swimming. Just be like... <sighs> you just can't swim. Can Wolverine swim? Probably not. No. Probably. He's strong.
0: He's strong, but he'd be Plus, knack- he's,
1: he's hardly going to die, is he? He'd be,
0: that's true, because he can't die, can yeah, he? Yeah,
1: well, he's not really.
0: It's just heal. <laughs> just, just heal
1: from death. Gotta wipe his head off, I think. That's the only way. Is that the only way to kill him? I think won't so. won't grow yeah. a new head. No. Snicked. Wait, well, he'd, he'd grow a new body, wouldn't he, from the head?
0: <laughs> but for a while, he's got little legs. Yeah. <laughs> that's that Nuggeroni pizza effect <clears> for you. Um... Bischoff joins today in Bobby your commentary. Finally, Eric Bischoff went. I've had some that Doug pizza. Now I can see people's minds. <laughs> that's my. That's how the pizza. I can chose see who's me. thinking about
1: going back to WWF. Don't anybody try <laughs> fucking with me.
0: Poppy is Bischoff. Bischoff's <laughs> thing is right. I've got this power where I can see people's thoughts. But the only thought I can see is, shall we go to Jim Dugarody Pizza? <laughs>
1: that's the only thought I could see it's kind of, have you seen Twin Peaks The Return <laughs> uh, like I feel like this is fucking Twin Peaks where, The Return there's a moment where uh, one of the characters is in a oh. casino and above the casino he sees like a, a, a flaming object uh, and that di- it directs him to machines that are about to drop <laughs> like the massive jackpot uh, but it's sort of like that but with just Jim Duggaroni pizza signs <laughs> over just random people's heads and he's like, what does it mean? What does it fucking mean? It's just all these reality. Pizzas, it's sort of like the Sims diamond just like hanging over people's heads and he's like, can you guys see the, the
0: pizza? Can you guys see the Duggaroni pizza signs? Like, Eric, sauce? have you had enough
1: sleep, mate? <laughs> I haven't slept since I ate that pizza. When did you eat it? July? I've not stopped being tired, guys. And my neck is just so frothy. It's fucking oozing. <laughs>
0: Me and Nick Patrick, who's in next?
1: We shouldn't have been kissing. I knew we shouldn't have been kissing. We just felt left but it out. It felt right. Hogan in the limo. And... <sighs> okay, now this is a this is a tour de force. jot down the
0: street. This. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Guerrero is in action against the cheetah kid yeah who popped up on the classic Smackdown review the other week yeah he really was, yeah he, he was playing uh, a security guard in a, in a in an arena no who is the cheetah kid here because it's not rocker rock no it's a different cheat it's the original
1: cheetah kid which was rocker rock
0: oh it's the second cheetah kid yeah Cliff cheetah so I think rocker
1: or rock's original gimmick was cheetah Kid so this is the guy that had it after him forever. Ernest the Cheetah Miller not, not to be mistaken for Ernest the Cat Miller <laughs> <We> <laughs> two get... very different people two very similar gimmicks two very exact same names we get a picture, picture of Eddie
0: calling DDP a one move wrestler he says DDP may break an arm or a leg but he'll never break his heart or his spirit
1: if you broke them all at once I think it probably crush you a bit I'd be a bit upset if all those were broken yeah if I had to, nothing to do but sit like this in a bed for like six months, I'd hate my life. But the pizza was good, though. <laughs> yeah, pizza was good, though. <laughs> High octane. Mat- my <laughs> arms are in iron lungs. It was like,
0: <laughs> why? Well, funny <laughs> thing, they've all grown noses. <laughs> <laughs> the pizza, the pizza that chose me, because apparently that's what the pizza does—put lungs in my
1: arms. Could you imagine if you just had noses on the back of your hands? It'd be so awkward. <laughs> it would, just I like mean, a nose there and a nose there, and, as well as the nose here. I mean, if you had it from the beginning, you'd not be able to wipe your arse. You would it just stink? You can't. You have to. You have to hold your own nose while wiping your arse. Like, how's it going to work? <laughs> Ah no
0: no no no! I I bidet. Tish- bidet. bidet bidet I bidet or you put tissue paper up the nostrils before you wipe your ass.
1: What and then wipe with the tissue paper that's in? No the no, no you, have a, you have I was gonna say you have
0: tissue paper in your hands Right, but then you have that up the nostrils so you don't smell it. Obviously, welcome to the nitro review. <laughs> Obviously, you. I defy you to find another fucking nitro podcast that does this. I fucking challenge you. <laughs> There isn't one. They're there all boring one. compared yeah. to us. Yeah, they're all geeks. Hi, <laughs> ox- <laughs> they're not. They're great. Some of them. Oh. Uh, a high octane match with Eddie and Cheetah. Cheetah landing an angle slam and a fucking power bomb. I guess we know who it is uh, in the man. It's Kurt hey! Angle. <laughs> Lovely Frankensteiner and a frog splash by Eddie Guerrero to win the match. Eddie's facing DDP at Halloween Havoc. That will be delightful. Mm-hmm. Nice little
1: match. We get Lee Marshall with the On the Road Report. While being on the phone, On the Road there, Lee. I know it was a different time in the 90s, but you can't be, you know sacrificing your focus on the road to be on the phone. Yeah,
0: he yeah, just it's like, like a hearing veer off many the, points highway.
1: the license. That's how he ends every call. Oh, oh, God, oh, God. oh Jesus Christ. Uh, Pennsylvania next week. He's going, off, he's going off the bridge. And just dead. We'll be at the Target Center. It's screaming on
0: lookers. I do love that it's a still photo of Lee who's on the phone in the picture like... plugging the Target Center show. I love this. It's like it's Lee Marshall, who was Tony the Tiger.
1: Really? He was Tony the Tiger. One of the Tony the Tigers. don't have him even doing the voice properly. They're grim. I mean, he obviously can't do that because the Kellogg's Corporation would sue. <laughs> it's true. But they could just maybe do like Kellogg's at Pastomania. Kellogg's with Duggan. <laughs>
0: Eat Kellogg's cornflakes with pasta. Do you know how Duggan,
1: eats? Duggan, Duggan could eat cornflakes? Duggan could have invited a whole, invented a whole thing. You know, like fruit wind ups, right? Like, they're like a big roll, right? Yeah. Just his tape, but you just lay out a load of cornflakes, right? This is how you make it. Lay out a load of cornflakes, get a load of tape, and just kind of stick them all to the tape. And then we well, obviously can't eat the tape. You can try. I'm going to be you can honest. You just sort of like scrape them.
0: I'm going to be honest. Yeah. If it's and preparing it with tape, I ain't touching it.
1: Well, it's just a fast track to the powers. <laughs> or death. Or death.
0: Well, it's me on the road with WCW and my neck is oozing tonight.
1: <laughs> Positively oozing. Positively oozing. It's at the, Oozamania.
0: Of, at the thought of the Target Center in Minnesota <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jesus <laughs> Big Bubba <laughs> Maybe it explains where mean uh, Jean's been for a while. <laughs> it's something else has been oozing out <laughs> of <I> mean Jean. <laughs>
0: Uh, big Bubba's in action now. He's facing Memphis boy, Jeff Jarrett. Oh, Jeff Jarrett, eh? Lovely double J pop in Memphis. Nice to hear. Bubba wears down my brilliant mate, Jeff Jarrett, but Jeff dodges one and does a little strut, which gets a nice big cheer as well. Yes. Like the old
1: father. The old strutteroo.
0: Bubba throws Jeff out. Jimmy Hart gets a few cheap shots in while Jeff's on the floor. Bubba's wearing down Jeff with a headlock. And then Jeff avoids a corner splash and sends Bubba down. Nice quad, Jeff. Jeff knocks Jimmy off the apron, walks into a Bubba spine buster for his trouble. We see the ref get twatted away by Bubba. Jimmy throws Bubba the megaphone, but Jeff drop kicks the megaphone into Bubba's face for the three count. Way! The winner of
1: this contest, Jeff, I never said I could sing Jarrett.
0: Uh, Eric does call him, like, and then Heena goes, yeah, Jeff, I can't carry a tune in a bucket, Jarrett. Jeff, like, it was always the other guy. It was always him. That was
1: part of the story. <laughs> Je- uh, Jeff, here's, some, uh, here's the storyline from another promotion, Jarrett. Know, you know what I liked in this one? I I, I know why we didn't see it, but I want to see somebody do it at some point now because I know how sharp and horrible those ring steps are. Uh, Bubba t- overturns the ring steps upside down. So it's just a hollow with the sharp ass interior oh. all the welding and the steps. And he goes to put Jared into it, but then it, it sort of doesn't doesn't happen. But like if somebody just power bomb somebody just wah, and just you'd just be like slice and dice. Just <laughs> you'd have like three straight lines just permanently scarred into your back forever. Oh. I want to see it. I want to see somebody do it. I want it brutal like off the top rope. Just just make it extreme. Straight in. 20 30 feet just just as hard as you can. Hold your back. Let's like see if we can split them into four different people. <laughs>
0: Until <laughs> Jim Duggan comes on and goes, Oh, I'll, I'll have them for me for me delicatessen." Well, it'd be hammer first to slice them up. Oh, of course, hammers yeah. along with the delicatessen skills. Uh Tony interviews Jeff Jarrett. It's revealed that per Jeff's request, Jeff will replace Ric Flair at Halloween Havoc in a match against the Giant. Jeff says he wanted to make an impact in WCW, calling him an impact player. And then he just shouts TNA Wrestling. <laughs> And walks off. (laughs) I guess Uda, we've eaten him and he's in our stomachs. Jeff tells Hogan and the NWO that they will respect the WCW heritage and they will respect Jeff Jarrett. Jeff coming for Hogan.
1: He's going to be in silver and black in like three years. Yeah, I know, right? You dog.
0: And then he's going to found a whole different company. Uh, Whatever you do, don't tweet at real Jeff Jarrett, total nonstop stop uh, But get, he is. I know. And he he, is. He's got cross with me for saying it this way. Well, let I, him get cross. What's think... he going to do? Come all the way here? He's yeah. thousands of miles yeah, away. That's what I thought. I thought, I think total nonstop arseholes is a nice name for his gang in AEW. Yeah. I Plus like he, it. You
1: know, he called me an idiot. I it's, think. it's another idea out there as well for an eventual new promotion. If exactly, he wants to Jeff. take it, that's on the house from you.
0: It's from, Gift. To, from me to my best friend, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. At real Jeff Jarrett, tell non nonstop ourselves.
1: You'll appreciate. Also, it. Also, shave the like the the crew buzz cut thing back in. Yeah, nineties ass glasses and silver guitars. I want to see it one more time. Yeah, Jeff, you coward. Orange shades, man. Fucking do it. <laughs> Go do it, Jeff. You do coward, it, you mate. <laughs> coward. <laughs>
0: Love you, mate. You're much
1: taller than me, muscular coward. <laughs> he is a coward. Fucking <laughs> fucking asshole. How uh, dare you? You <laughs> Taylor Swift knowing motherfucker. <laughs>
0: Taylor Swift knowing motherfucker. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Main event o'clock. Oh, my God. It's the Faces of Fear <clears throat> versus the WCW Tag Team Champions, Harlem Heat. With Chez Balernal, Chez... which is Sherry and the Colonel, I've decided. Shez one... Balernal. Shez Balernal. It sounds like a place that I would rent on Airbnb. Yeah, or you'd Chez a
1: wonderful holiday in like the, the 70s. Where are you going? <laughs> oh, I'm going to Chez Ballernal. Oh, like, oh my God. Someone's doing all right on that computer. Isn't that just off the coast of? Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it feels like it's somewhere that I would definitely get food poisoning.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, because there's only one chef on the <laughs> <laughs> Guess who it is? <laughs> it's
0: a spicy pizza. Exactly Our neck anywhere. has been
1: oozing since we got back <laughs> from Chez Ballernal. The Chez Ballernal ooze. That's what they call it. It's like, you know. The I fr- think that's the football team. <laughs> Is it like the freshest 14? It's the <laughs> Chez Balernal ooze.
0: <laughs> Get in the ooze. Uh, no sooner is the match underway that Mongo, Deborah, and Benoit are out to taunt the FOF. They're facing them at Halloween, have like, you yeah.
1: say. They kind of come out and literally do the Scott Hall. They, they may as well have gone, ooh, yeah. and left. <laughs> Just kind of pop up, and Deborah's like, he used to be in the ANFL. ANFL. Don't ask about the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> And that's it,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: just mm.
0: Booker takes over on Meng. a hot tag sees Stevie Ray beating up Barbarian yeah. for a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's mostly Harlem Heat, this one,
1: yeah, I think faces of fear again it's it gets quite formulaic, so you know, it, it's almost like it's been phoned in a little bit. It's yeah. like, you know, we're just waiting for something to break down, something to happen, because Phases of Fear especially, they're just playing quite heavily by the rules here. Yeah. It's just quick tag, get in, hit a move, quick tag, double team, get in, hit a move, quick tag, and uh, eventually Book just starts getting ground down by them.
0: They do. Uh, but mang, as they say, like I said, there's there's a nice mm-hmm. little bit of tag team-ness until Scott Hall and Kevin Nash turn up. Yeah. Uh, the match is thrown out when Foff and HH size them up.
1: Which isn't against the rules. Like, they don't get counted out. Yeah. They could walk up to any member of the audience and, you know, Joe off to them if they really wanted to. It's a to. weird choice to lob like, the match have out. Them just, unless it's like a safety thing, but we've not really... In- install it. either way it works it's just you know don't question it just go with it it's a bit
0: wild west yeah. Kevin Ash and Scott Hall head towards the ramp and Eric
1: Bischoff is pleading for Sting wherever he is to come back and leave he's with Dubs, NWO, Dubs. we saw him earlier in the night he's
0: there he's just hanging out.
1: you've up. got our Sting doesn't mind Not be the Sting you want but it's the Sting you deserve <laughs> <laughs> you've got the Sting a young you Chris deserve. Nolan in the audience going oh my fucking God, I've got it <laughs> I know how to finish that movie I'm making
0: back in from the break in Eric in 10 years <laughs> It's taken me a while. I write very slowly. Back from the break, Eric Bischoff warns Hogan that if Savage laces up his boots, it's over for Hogan because mm-hmm. otherwise he'll slip over. Uh, this brings out Hogan and the NWO with Elizabeth between them. So is Elizabeth signed with the NWO?
1: Well, she's out hanging out with him, isn't she? But she's yeah. sitting there going, Randy, please come back to the house that we used to live in together, which has got to be awkward that she just turned up and filmed in probably what's somebody else's garden. Okay. Unless she's left Randy with that mortgage on top of all the money she spent. How, where does she get off? <laughs> Genuinely. Where does she get off? <laughs> where do you
0: get off, Lizzie? <laughs> Broccoli wins. <laughs> Uh, Hogan mentions it's NWO
1: time uh, and that he's been busy filming three ninjas. So part of me feels like it was said so deliberately. Is this around the time Miller were using it's Miller time yes. for the first time as branded? Because yeah. I've got a feeling the first time WhatsApp happens, we're also going to get a big WhatsApp from him he's trying to find that little catchphrase for the NWO because he was up
0: till now doing, here's the NWO, and it doesn't fucking scan. Not anymore. That's shit as well. Uh, uh, But NWO time is the best so far. It's still not there. It's NWO time. (laughs) It's it's quarter to NWO time. It's time to have a bath. Uh, What do you mean we're already clean? Scrub, scrub, scrub scrub till the water's brown. Uh, here come Nobs and Sags. And they're like,
1: <laughs> yeah, way, And yeah. they're wearing their NWO shirts. And they, they're looking to like kiss babies and get that baby <sighs> face pop. It's
0: weird as fuck. They're buzzing because they're yeah. about to. Yeah, I'm not surprised they want to kiss babies because they're about to sign their NWO contracts. How exciting for them. What a time. There are in any old tosses in the NWO now. They're uh, they they they're buzzing about the contract, but they want a bit more money from the, mm. from the well, deal.
1: They say they're, they're looking over the contract. It's like, well, um, just looking at the contract before we sign it. um, Why is all the shit about like flights and private jets and cars and limos and money probably needs to move that decimal place along (laughs) by a couple of like zeros? And Hogan just sort of looks at him like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" And you see Nash just just looking at them like, "Come on, like you being for real." Uh, but then Hogan tries to sort of disarm them a bit, doesn't he? He's just like, uh, well, if you don't see my signature on it, then I, it's not signed off on. Mm. So, But then Hogan says, come to think of it, um,
0: because I've not signed on it, you haven't joined yet, so you shouldn't be end up wearing NWO t-shirts. NWO colors, he says, uh, like it's a biker gang. That's actually, yes, that's yeah. the right wording. You shouldn't be wearing NWO colors. And with that, the New World Order attack the nasty boys. Mm. They spent weeks trying to get into the good books, the good graces, the NWO. Oh, Terry! Thought they were in there with Terry. No chance. Done. They get Gone. fucking battered Goodbye. by the lads, by Six, by Giant, by Nash, by Hall. They get spray painted as well.
1: while Liz is going (laughs) I don't care for any of you so I'm ambivalent to this whole situation (laughs) well she goes to slap Hogan once Hogan starts running his mouth about Liz and Savage and Hogan kind of catches her arm doesn't he Um, he does but he says there's a little
0: he says that this is a little bit of what's gonna what he's gonna do to Savage at Halloween Havoc yeah reminding uh, Savage that Liz dreamed about Hogan throughout their entire marriage
1: when she was banging you she was thinking about me Savage (laughs) You were sitting there lining up all of your slim jims so they look just nice. She was dreaming about me <laughs> and my Hulk Hogan mustachioed <laughs> penis.
0: Hollywood Do you think hair. He shaved in a tash. Well, he might have done. <laughs> Probably. But he does promise Liz a new Hollywood hairdo tomorrow, which yeah. Savage is going to love. Okay. So, what is she shaving her head? It sounds quite malicious.
1: Maybe they just spray paint NWO into it.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Hall, Nash, and Six shoo the commentators away and we get a recap of Savage's departure. <laughs> it's,
1: just, it's really <laughs> awkward. Because yeah, uh, Hall, Nash, and Six make commentary run away and then they're like, oh yeah, those guys from Harlem run down Harlem Heat, confirm that we're going to have Harlem Heat versus the Outsiders and then, you know, it's kind of just, just really trying to help sell and then it just cuts to Savage crying on the ramp again. <laughs> When and the- it's like, oh, and then run into the car and just leave it. And it's like, what a flat ending. <laughs> it's it's a really rip. like, it's just, just a, a horrible emotional ending. Like, We're- once again, Sting's not here. Randy Savage is having an emotional catastrophe right now. Uh, and these fuckers are running the show. Yeah. <laughs> The hope being that NWO will get their comeuppance. Yeah,
0: spoiler, they never get their
1: comeuppance. What are you on about? They got to see Randy tonight. They should be happy. That audience. <laughs> they should be over
0: the moon. Uh, it's it's a nitro that felt eerily similar to a lot of nitros lately.
1: Yeah, we're in a bit of a holding pattern again. We are. Things things are going to kind of start to do this a bit. Um, and then it's going to get really interesting into next year, once we clear December. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to kind of be like, Whoa, okay, for a bit. And then it's kind of going to do the same thing, but a bit higher. And it's going to do the same thing. But at the same time, the NWO is going to be kind of going across the board. So mm, say, ah. as it balloons and balloons. Once Horace turns up, we know that we're on the downward slope. <laughs> is Horace the, the, the ultimate point? Horace is like the first herald of the apocalypse. For me. Uh, Vincent isn't. Vincent at least makes sense because DiBiase is there, and it's it's a petty yeah. it's a petty way to kind of go like, oh fuck you Vince way. Um, so it makes sense, right? Plus they could use him in a way he was never used in WWE if they really wanted to, and and try and make him more of a deal. So mm-hmm. for me, it's like there are options there with Vincent. With Horace, it's just shit. <laughs> Pure. Shit. I think to be honest, it's a bit poo before we get the Horace, but I think Horace is mid next year. Yeah. I Think. Well,
0: we'll we'll see whether we can exactly pinpoint the moment that the NWO wheels fall. But at the same time off. you've got,
1: you know, you got Lash the Roo coming through, you've got a lot more happening. There's a lot more going on in the wider scene. Buff Bagwell, Scott Steiner, it's it's all kind of But in amongst that scene is just this big beach ball that is the NWO <laughs> and, and just... Goldberg on a fucking tear. Never heard of him. <laughs> well, when we get there, I'm going to make so many exorbitant demands of the yeah. universe. But I want Goldberg to win every match at WrestleMania, so That's a whatever beard, year yeah. we get there, probably be <laughs> next year. Now Goldberg better come back, defeat everybody, leave with all the belts, and then leave with the company on one night. Yeah. Well, you have brought chaotic energy to life before.
0: Yeah. So we and he comes to North and again. he wins all
1: the North belts. That'd be amazing. Yep. Bowers would love that. Yeah. But Goldberg just leaves with Bowers over his shoulder. <laughs> Bowers smiling, climbing up the side of a building like King Kong. <laughs>
0: At the alan anarchy brewery <laughs> be amazing hey the cultaholic news podcast the audio version of the news podcast is moving from Monday, you get a brand new podcast feed uh, where all the 10-minute wrestling news podcasts will live on a morning, Monday to Friday, and exclusive news, video, I- exclusive interviews on the weekend as well. Search so Cultaholic Wrestling News right now wherever you get your podcast from. It's a second thing. It's just on there, 10 minutes every morning. You can even ask Alexa to play Cultaholic Wrestling News and you'll get the news in your ears.
1: You've set off loads of people's Alexas now.
0: Alexa, play... Uh, Rick Astley Together Ale- Forever
1: Alexa add five Jim Duggaroni pizzas to my shopping list Alexa add neck braces to my shopping list Alexa add oozing medication to my shopping list Alexa add metal bone polish to my shopping list Alexa turn off the TV <laughs> Alexa do I have a nose on my hand Alexa what would life be like if people had noses on the backs of their hands as well as one in the middle of their face
0: here's a non-alexa command go to our youtube channel and watch the wwe's
1: golden age documentary all four glorious parts hey siri watch that nine times please (laughs) Um, i'm happy the response to it has been monumental so far Um, it's it's our best work mate thank you all for tuning in uh we need to we we want to continue it obviously There's the tease at the end for potential new generation stuff, Um, but it's one of those things where we really do need to see how it does, so if you do enjoy the documentary-based content, please share it. We also have The Complete History of ECW, which premiered on New Year's Eve, edited by the amazing Daniel Heppel, Uh, but we need to... Just get as many views as we can on it. Push it out to as many people as possible. If you know somebody who may even have a passing interest in it, please share it with them. And fingers crossed, it means that we may be able to produce something for the new generation era. But it did take a long time, so please bear with us.
0: And for the Just latest wrestling news throughout time. the week, you can check out cultaholic.com. He's oozing at vsamdriver on X. I'm at Tom Campbell on Twitter together. We're at cultaholic on all. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Just
0: hasn't stopped oozing. <laughs>
1: Ham baby is still probably my favorite of the episode. Father! (laughs) Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.